The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. game slate to break it down for you hope everybody had a, a fun little five game four game Thursday where just yeah it was something else it was it was good uh it was good but I hate those little slates they're just so tilting because you just have to just go with it and all hell can break loose like Dylan Bundy has his worst start of the year of course it's on a four game slate where you have really nothing else to go with it's just one of those deals so you move on and you you do your best on Friday where we have 14 games we have Ace Central. It's one of those fun days where there's so many great pitching targets. And a little bit of value targets as well. We've got bats for days on some other games. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, hope everybody enjoyed the NFL draft first round last night. That was a pretty pretty interesting deal. And I always love how it takes so damn long. But uh, that's ba- that, that's the NFL for you. Milk it for everything you can. A uh, real quick, quick look at your weather. Off Overall, doesn't look bad. St. Louis, Pittsburgh, it's going to be kind of raining to start the game. But definitely tapers also maybe a late start there. Same with Tampa Bay and Boston. Uh, Seattle and Cleveland, very slight chances there. And then in White Sox, Kansas City, wind blowing out to right at 10 miles an hour. Dodgers, Giants, wind blowing out to center at 16 miles an hour. So overall, weather looks okay. And if, like those little rain concerns, if they want to play, they can play. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, with it being Friday, maybe they say, screw it, let's play a doubleheader over the weekend. Who knows? But your totals on your 14-game slate, you got D-backs Nationals at 7, Braves Philly 7.5, Tigers Orioles 9.5. It's going to be so much fun to target Mike Fires and Chris Tillman in Baltimore. That's just – Chris Tillman is a favorite. Just think about that one. Cardinals Pirates 8.5, Rangers uh, Blue Jays 9, Rockies Marlins 8, Mariners Indians 7.5, Rays Red Sox 8.5. Reds, Twins, 9. A's, Astros, 8. White Sox, Royals, 8.5. Yankees, Angels, 8. Mets, Padres, 7. Dodgers, Giants, 8. So we have some really respectable totals, a lot of 8s and belows, and you got some 8.5s, 9s, and a 9.5 out there. So we're going to be able to mix and match and uh, get her done. Your top totals, team totals uh, out the gate right now. you got Blue Jays, Orioles, Tigers, Red Sox, Twins, Indians leading the way right now. But we'll get much more into that. As we always do when we start breaking things down. But when we start things off, like usual, we started off with the pitching. And there's one man leading the way. We have 
you know, one, two, we have five guys over 10K, um, and they're all respectable options. But the guy leading the way at 12-9 is Corey Kluber. He's, yeah, great. You don't have to go too deep into him. Great strikeout stuff, great swing and miss stuff. Um, when you really want to get to Kluber, you know, soft contact, ground balls, decent. Seattle only strikes out 21% of the time. Kluber is an extremely high favorite. In cash games, he's pretty much, you lock and load him. Uh, where you can. Mariners are the lowest total at 294. Lefty's 242. Ratty's 233. I'm not going to sugarcoat this a ton. The strikeout rate's not tremendous, but it's Corey Kluber. He gets it done, and he's a great play tonight. But the the one I like, you can save 500 on, and, he, and this might be a, a consensus among many of the people uh, that break down the slate, is Jacob deGrom at 12,400 at the San Diego Padres. We love picking on the Padres. We talk about it all the time. When you're looking at Jacob deGrom, the Padres strike out 28.4% of the time versus right-handed bats. That's the highest rate against their hand and the second highest, I should say, on the slate tonight. 28.4%. He's striking out over 29%. Great swinging strike rate. Everything lines up. Basically, the only reason why I like him better than Kluber is that matchup, that ballpark. Yeah, Padres have a 3-3 total, which is like 0.4 higher than the Mariners. Lefty's 293, righty's 279. So basically, I'm saving 500 bucks, much, much more K upside in a better ballpark to pitch in. Uh, DeGrom's been pure filth, just like Kluber. So that's my only, you know, little angle I'm going with there to separate the two is give me DeGrom over Kluber on that angle there. Uh, I want to mention him. The third highest priced guy is Hung Jin Ryu. 11100 at the San Francisco Giants. This is steep, no doubt about it. His last three starts, he's gone six innings or more, and he's got eight Ks or more in all three of those starts. He's got 29 or more DraftKings points. If he does that, then heck yeah, sign me up for 11-1 because most people are going to look at that price tag and go, hell no, not for Hung Jin Ryu, not 11,100. Are you crazy? Yeah, you probably are. But GPPs, that's what makes him so attractive. You're facing a Giants team that is striking out much more this year. We've talked about it every time because people still think it's the Giants of last year. Don't strike out. They're striking out over 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, he's striking out almost 23%. Great swinging strike rate. Ground ball rate of 46%. Giants offense isn't that scary. We've talked about that before. You know, they have Mac Williamson now, which can be a little scary, I guess. You got Posey and McCutcheon and Longo. A few things like that. But but all in all, it's not that terrifying of a lineup. So it's risky because you can see Ryu divert back to that guy where you're like, no freaking way. But at 11-1, no one's going to own him, especially in this these five pitchers to pick from, you got Kluber, DeGrom, and Ryu. It's very intriguing. I had to mention him up in this area. Then you got Steven Strasburg at 10-8 at home against Arizona. It's much better than being in Arizona. Arizona is uh, swinging some good bats right now. Strasburg's been really weird. 27, then 12-5, 35, then 12-7, 25. He's kind of an off-and-on kind of guy. He's been giving up the long ball. So even if you're not using Strasburg... Literally, he's given up two, one, zero, two, one. He's given up at least one homer in four of his five starts this year. So, you know, taking some Arizona bats can be very, very contrarian, very cheap, very interesting. So, keep Strasburg, you know, not saying he's not a good play, just not exactly on my radar tonight. And then, last but not least in this upper area, you got Luis Severino at 10 4 against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Severino has been very, very good this year. No hiding that. He's got you 26 or more points in four of his five starts. His only bad start was at Boston where he got shellacked. But Toronto, Miami, Tampa Bay, Toronto. Not exactly murderer's row there. The toughest offense he faced just destroyed him. Then he faced some other mediocre talents. Not saying 
Severino's not good. I love Severino. But at, at Anaheim, a team that strikes out 19% of the time, we saw them kind of hit Verlander a little bit to not make his value completely great. It's still okay. They hit Cole a little bit. Verlander has actually got better results than Cole. So they, you know, you can strike them out. Those guys showed you could. At the same time, they can get to you as well. So it's kind of a mix and match. GPP only with Severino. As he's a big K guy, um, and the Angels just don't strike out a ton. They have a team total of 3.75. Lefty's 281s, righty's 241. So I just wanted to mention him with, with Severino. But the guys I'm looking at up top, it's DeGrom 1, Kluber 2, and then for GPPs, Hungjin Ryo 3. When you go in the 8s and the 9K range, you're looking at a guy, Aaron Nola. Very, you know, we love Nola. It's Nola Day. Um, 9300 bucks. His price tag's dropped. His last two, he's been in the 10s. Coming off a great start against Pittsburgh, 30.2 points. He's faced Atlanta a couple times this year. His last time at Atlanta, six innings, four hits, two earned, only two Ks for 10.5. Start before that, five and a third, three hits, one earned, uh, three Ks, 13.6. So he's not striking him out. He's pitched much better his last couple starts. He's been much, much better. His best starts have come at home this year. It'll be the first time he faces Atlanta at home. The first two are at Atlanta. Um, it's pretty crazy. He's faced a team this many times already. Atlanta strikes out over 21% of the time. Noel's got all the peripherals that look phenomenal. 25.6% K. Swinging strike rate of about 10.5. Ground ball rate of almost 50. Soft contact about 27. Lots and lots to like with Nola. Braves have a team total of 337, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 305, righty's 264. I think Aaron Nola's going to go way overlooked tonight, and that's why it's a big night where you can start, you know, there's two there's two takes on slates this size. A, the slate's so big that ownership kind of disperses itself. You don't worry about who the high-owned guys are. And I, I agree with that a lot, a ton. But at the same time, you can take that angle and then take it another step and go, okay, so we're saying, you know, Kluber and DeGrom aren't 40 to 50% owned like they'd be on a, on a smaller slate by themselves. They're 25 to 30% owned. Well, I can get Nola at 10%. That still differentiates yourself. It's not like as dramatic as you'd say 10 to 50%. But still, ten to thirty on a fourteen-game slate, plus the financial earn, uh, savings. You know, you're saving thirty-six hundred on Kluber, thirty-one hundred on Degrom. So, it's it's an interesting play with Noel because we've seen him get hit at times, but he's been much much better at home. Hopefully, he's getting comfortable too. His last three starts have been outstanding. It's Atlanta for the third time. There's a lot of questions about the start for Nola. It's going to be, you know, if you just want to sit back and watch it as a Nola fan, this is a really good way to kind of see, okay, is he getting back on track to where we saw him last year? Or do you want to ride that on your DFS lineup and say, hey, I think he is getting back on track. This is a great way to use him, great way to save value. That's why I'm putting him on the list because he's got that upside. He has that DeGrom upside in this matchup with Atlanta. He's also got... Chris Tillman downside. So this is a very volatile play at 9300 bucks that you have to just kind of, you know, you mark your flag. We talked about it in the Slack chat. GPP lineups, the really, really good ones, are almost the ones that make your stomach churn. Because to win a GPP, you need to be different. That's just common sense. You have to be different. You have to be willing to put a stand on a guy. Like when I just told you, Strasburg's given up a home run in four of his five starts. He's given up two homers in two of those five. Okay, there's a good chance Arizona's going deep at least once tonight. Good chance. You know, he might, you know, throw one of his gyms and no one goes deep. But that's the GPP gamble you take. So you throw maybe a Goldie out there. Or you throw a David Peralta or somebody out there. Just Or if you just want to take a value play, you know, like Daniel Descalso. He's horrible. He hits a buck 90. But he's got like three or four homers this year. He can run into one. You're going to get him for like, I haven't even looked at that price yet. I'm guessing 2600 bucks. 
that's the little things that make your stomach churn that you know in a heartbeat could get you a zero and pretty much take you out of cashing the entire night. But even if Daniel Descalso goes and gets you a double off Steven Strasburg and scores a run and gets you seven points, no one's going to own him. And that jumps you so high. Because you watch your lineups when like a 50% Mike Trout goes deep and a 5% Daniel Descalso goes deep. Tell me how fast your lines move in different directions. It, it's it's polarizing. So sorry for the tangent, but that's why we. This is a learning podcast and a get your info on the slate podcast. So I wanted to kind of go into it there and give you some more stuff as we get going. So Nola at ninety three. You know you got Dallas Keuchel at eighty eight. Is an intriguing matchup. He pitches much much better at home in his career. I'm not a. I don't like targeting the A's. I don't like targeting them. But again. Uh, it's a good GPP slate because Keuchel is facing a team that strikes out almost 23% of the time versus lefties. Keuchel doesn't have the best strikeout stuff. He has phenomenal ground ball stuff. And like I said, much, much better at home at 8800 bucks. So he's, you know, this is the guy we usually see in the higher price range. There's no doubt about it. He's been in the, the nines most of the year, you know, years past in the tens. He's coming off back-to-back 24-point performances at the White Sox and at Seattle. So if you're feeling the itch to play against Oakland, which is sometimes an itch that's worth scratching, and at 8800 bucks, he gives you the, the ability to give up a couple runs, but maybe get some Ks. He's got six Ks and three straight starts. Uh, 8800 bucks for Keuchel isn't the worst thing you can do in tonight's slate. The last guy in this uh, 8-9K range that we're looking at here is Zach Godley. I, I'm just going to mention him every time when he's this cheap. 8600 bucks for a guy. He's maybe not quite Nola's upside, but to me, I know it's a Washington's office that's really good. I feel I feel like he's got a much better floor. Because Washington exploded in their last game, sure. And that lineup, if you thought that lineup was going 15 runs are crazy, that lineup was horrible, and they just went off. Before that, they've been kind of puttering around two to four runs, which, you know, you don't want to see Godley give up four runs. But he's been outstanding. In three of his four starts, two runs or less, basically 21 or more DraftKings points. I know it's San Diego, the Dodgers, Giants, Dodgers, so not murderer's row. He's going to Washington. He's shown you the ability to strike out guys. Washington, you know, not the biggest strikeout guys in the world, but they do strike out a bit when you're looking at it. They strike out um, 20.5% of the time. He's got a ground ball rate of 56%, which will help him keep the ball in the ballpark. Washington's team's total is 375, which is like eighth lowest on the slate. We're talking 28 teams tonight, so that's – you know, that, that's, that's something to kind of dig in on and, and look at. Lefty's 280, righty's 285. So Godley should not go overlooked, and I have a weird feeling he will because even though it's the A's, I think people go to Keiko at 88, and you're going to get Godley at 86 pretty good. So I like him there. Sean Manaya's 84. I didn't want to not mention him, but I am not playing him. It's just a general rule I have, you know, young arms like that, complete game shutouts, no hitters, things like that. You get a pass from me on the next start because it's, you're, you just went to – territory you've never been in before and I want to see you bounce back and, and to top it off you get to play Houston in Houston may God be with you Sean Benaya I, I wish you the best and I hope you pitch great I will be watching you from the sidelines maybe with some Houston bats but Godspeed so on the eights and the nines range we got three guys here I got Nola one Godley two Keiko three so you got three more guys to take a look at there now let's go to the sixes and the sevens where we'll kind of just breeze through this as we've been Already getting long-winded here on the pitching, but we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, Ronaldo Lopez at seventy-eight hundred bucks at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Lopez has been outstanding this year, coming off his worst start of the year. This last time out, five innings, one earned, only two Ks against Houston. But prior to that, at Oakland, Detroit, and at Toronto, twenty-one or more DraftKings points. He's getting the strikeouts. Kansas City, Giolito even got to Kansas City last night. That says a lot. They don't strike out a ton, 
But uh, don't let that stop Lopez for you, who does give up some fly balls. Uh, weather could be blowing out in right field there. A couple things to look at, but all in all, not too worried about Lopez. Lefty's 333, righty's 268. So 7800 bucks is a good price for Ronaldo Lopez. When you go a little lower, Miles Mikolas at $7,600. bucks. he will probably be the kind of higher-owned guy in this price range. Going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pittsburgh. Mikolas' last two starts, you know, he had two starts against Milwaukee. Blah. Last two starts at Cincy and against at home against Cincy, 22 or more points. He's got five or more Ks and three or four starts. Ground ball and fly ball has been outstanding this year. That's one thing he's doing really, really well in almost every start. Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a ton. We saw Michael Fulmer have his way with them yesterday. So he got a 19.5% K rate. Um, Mikolas isn't walking anybody. Tons of ground balls. Uh, does give up a little bit of hard contact, a little more than you'd like to see. But we look at the Pirates, team total of 4 1 1, a little less than halfway mark on the slate. Lefty's 325, righty's 234. So, like Polanco and Bell, maybe a couple others, but not a ton in that Pirates lineup to scare you out there. It's Mikolas at 76 as a nicer low price option. These are the guys you're going to be targeting to pair with the guys up top or to target together with those 8, 8K guys to get some serious bats. So, pick and choose as you wish. Um, a scary one, but with upside, is Drew Pomeranz at 75. Made his first start of the year last time out. Three and a two-thirds, five hits, three earned, but he got seven Ks at 12.1 points. Uh, 7500 bucks. obviously you want more than that, but the Ks is what I was looking at there. He did strike out seven in his first start. And now he goes up against a Tampa Bay team that strikes out a whopping 25% of the time versus lefties. So that's what I wanted to see with Pomeranz on his first go-round. Tampa Bay's team total is 388. Lefty's 345, righty's 301. He's a reverse splits guy, so he does better against those righties in that Tampa Bay lineup. So 7500 bucks, I think he'll get overlooked and worth a GPP target as well. And last but not least, this guy should be chalk because I will continue. Call me a fish. Call me whatever you want. I will go back to this well over and over again at this price tag. Luis Castillo at 6300 bucks at the Minnesota Twins. Yes, this kid has been rocky as hell, but man... You know, I give you all these stats every day, every day to get us, you know, going, okay, this angle, this angle, yes, yes. Luis Castillo's stats look better than most of these guys when you put them all together as a whole. He's just having some serious bad luck, like serious bad luck. Minnesota strikes out 24% of the time. Castillo striking out 25.5%. Only walking 9%, which is not bad. Still a 13% swinging strike rate, a 56.2% ground ball rate, and he limits the hard contact. These are all phenomenal, phenomenal things. So I'm going to keep at that price tag. I, it's not even making me really think twice, which is terrifying. You don't want it to be that easy. But it is for me. He's been really, really good. The Twins have a total of 4.6, which is high. Lefty's 3.08, righty's 2.85. So, you know, if he gets hit, he gets hit. But at 6300 bucks, his upside is 25-point upside. We've seen that with him. You don't find that in the 6K range very often at all. So I'm going to take that gamble. I will go back to that well and call me what you want. If he fails, I don't care, but... I'm gonna. This is my guy, and I'm gonna stick with him because it'd be one thing if he told me, okay, he's walking a ton of guys, or his swinging strike rate's garbage, or there's so many fat, but everything lines out perfectly. And at that price tag, it's just too cheap. If they made him 75, 76, okay, I gotta think about it. 6,300 bucks with a slate of aces. No, this is this is one of the mispriced guys tonight, big time. Regardless of outcome, this guy is mispriced, and you go to the well with that. So in your seven and six K range, you got Castillo one. Nicholas 2, Ronaldo Lopez 3, Pomeranz 4. So recapping your pitching, you got DeGrom up top, Kluber 2, Hungjin Ryu 3, and the other guys aren't aren't bad. I'm just, you know, remember what we talked about when we go that route. Uh, and then in the middle, Nola 1, Godley 2, Keiko 3, down below, Castillo 1, Mikolas 
two, Ronaldo Lopez three, and Drew Pomerantz four. Lots and lots to like there on your pitching, as you'd expect on a 14-game slate. Before we get to the bats, let me remind you about draft. You can find them in your app store under draft or on draft.com. It's one of the funnest new ways to play fantasy sports. Snake-style t- snake drafts, and you're done under five minutes. You draft, you walk away. If a guy gets, you know, not in the lineup or a rainout or whatever, they alert you, and you can switch him out with whatever's up in the player pool, which is always fine because you only draft one pitcher. You draft two infielders slash DHs and two outfielders. So it's tons of fun. Paid the next day. When you make your first deposit, use promo code SD Sports and you get entry to a free $3 tournament. It's a ton of fun. Check it out. Draft at your app store or draft.com. Use promo code SD Sports for entry to a free $3 tournament. Now let's get back to MLB DFS Quickets and break down your bats on this Friday, April 27th slate. As expected, when you hit to the catcher's position, you got the Sanchez, Gary Sanchez, who hit the dong, the walk off against uh, Fernando Rodney yesterday. He's 45 versus Heaney. You know, if you got a GPP lineup where you can fit them in, more power to you because it's a good matchup versus Heaney. You look at the Yankees, they're going to have a team total of about 424. Lefty's 306, righty's 472 off Heaney. So, yes, he's a great spot there in L.A., but uh, good luck paying for him. That's always a problem. You know, JT Real Muto against uh, Anderson of Colorado at 4K. Another good spot, Real Muto's coming out just flexing those muscles since coming off the DL. When you look at the... The Marlins, lefties 313, righties 357 off Tyler Anderson. So two good guys up top there if you can afford it, but not always easy. Like Yadi Molina at 38, definitely like him or Steven Brault. Uh, Brault, not very good at baseball. Cardinals 4-4 total, lefties 255, righties 347. So if you're seeing a trend here already, we're targeting right-handed bats against Heaney, Anderson, and Brault, and you can get them cheap on some of these teams. So keep them in mind. Um, you know, Posey's okay, but I'd rather go up to Molina at 38. Uh, the farther down you go, though, you got like James McCann versus Chris Tillman at 34, maybe. Wilson Ramos at 33 versus Pomeranz. He's been heating up with deep again yesterday, so keep him in mind. Uh, farther down you go, though, you look at guys like uh, Johnny Lucroy at 31, not bad. But Willington Castillo at 3,100 versus Duffy. Castillo career crushes lefties. We like that quite a bit. When you look at the White Sox team total, 4-1-5, lefties 217. Righties 332 off Danny Duffy. Duffy's been a mess, absolute mess. So Castillo at 31, definitely in play. Chance Cisco of Baltimore against Mike Fires at 3K. Cisco's been batting second. Getting a catcher batting second is very hard to do. The, the Orioles have the second highest total on the slate, currently at 481. Lefty's 345, righty's 358 versus Mike Fires. So Chance Cisco at 3K batting second against Fires is very, very, very enticing tonight. Farther down you go, like Tucker Barnhart against Phil Hughes at 3K. Don't hate that. You can target Phil Hughes all day long. So keep Tucker Barnhart on your radar. Like Robinson Trinos against Strowman at 29s in play. And then the farther down you go, you're going to want to eventually just check lineups and see what value pops up. But uh, those are some major targets there you could look at as you start your builds. Tonight, there's some good ones up top. And then, you know, Cisco and others in the middle. First base, you got Freddie Freeman versus Nola. That is one thing. If you are targeting Nola, and Freeman's been hot. He didn't get three doubles yesterday. He's been swinging us a really... Really good bat, and um, when you look at the target, Nola, it's lefties 305, righties 264. So if you're grasping at straws, you want lefties versus Nola, so Freeman at 48. Uh, you got Goldie versus Strasburg. Good luck. It, you know, that's the GPP thing we talked about. Melky Cabrera, for, or not Melky, Miggy Cabrera at 4,500 versus Tillman. Miggy at 45, the third highest first baseman. I love Miggy, and I'm not saying he can't have a big day versus Tillman, but at that price tag, can he have the big, big day? That's the question. 
Tigers are the third highest total at 4.7. Lefties, 4.58. Righties, 400 off Tillman. God, guys, I could pitch in baseball and give up a 4.58 to lefties, 400 to righties. Pay me money. Chris Tillman, God, get out of baseball. That's horrible. Ridiculous. But Miggy Cabrera at 45, he's very expensive but very interesting. You got Hanram swinging at well versus lefties. It's Blake Snell, so be careful, but 44. Uh, Joey Gallo at 43 versus Stroman, I like a lot. First base outfield eligible. I like him for GPP because he always has that home run upside there. We look at Texas, 4-2 total. Lefties, 298. Righties, 332. So kind of a reverse splits right now with uh, Stroman, but you could take him deep with Gallo. Uh, if Abreu cracks the lineup at 42, he's a good spot versus Duffy. A really good spot. We already broke that down for you. Joey Votto's only 41 versus Phil Hughes. That is stupid. That's uh, the mispriced. The Reds might be mispriced because Castillo was bad. And now Votto. Votto's heating up three straight games with homers. I mentioned him yesterday versus a lefty. He took him deep. So he's 18 or more in three straight games and a nine before that. So the boy's starting to hit. And he's got Phil Hughes on the mound, which you can definitely, definitely take advantage of. Lefty's 448, righty's 335. So 41 for Votto is just too cheap. You go down some more. You got like uh, Ed- Edwin Encarnacion against Arasimo Ramirez at 39. is not a bad play at all. CJ Cron versus Pomeranz at 38. Uh, Yonder Alonso, another bat heating up. He's 3,800 versus Rosmo Ramirez. This is a guy I can definitely get behind. Uh, the Mr. Launch Angle Revolution from last year. He's homered in two of his last four games. Kind of homer or bust, but against Rosmo Ramirez, you can definitely look into that. Cleveland, a 4-6 total. Lefty's 357, righty's 281. So, uh, Yonder Alonso at 38 could be a nicer tag there. Yeah, Mark Conner, first base outfield eligible at 37 versus Keiko. If you are targeting Keiko, which, you know, more power to you because we've talked about the ups and downs of Keiko. It's lefties 218, righties 295. So you definitely want to use righties if you're targeting Keuchel. The farther down you go, guys like another ridiculous price is Carlos Santana of Philadelphia is only 37 versus Julio Tejeron in that box of Citizen Banks Park where the ball's going to fly. A 4-1 total for Philly. Lefties 340s, righties 324 versus uh, Tejeron. So Santana at 37, definitely some value behind that. Steve Pierce. First base outfield for Toronto, 35 versus Mike Minor. Pierce versus a lefty is very, very sexy. Uh, he's very good at that. That's what he's basically paid to stay on baseball for these days. Toronto has the highest team total at 4.83. Highest total on the slate. Lefty's 205, righty's 293 off Mike Minor. So keep Mr. Pierce in your prayers. Or actually, probably keep Mike Minor in your prayers. Uh, Kiki Hernandez versus the lefty Hall on first base. Second base at 3,500 is, is in play. And then you're kind of just, you know, Chris Davis versus Fires. If you want the home run GPP at 3,300, I definitely can back you there. Josh Bell at 33 versus Mikolas. Uh, Justin Bohr is lefty-lefty, so maybe not so much. If Matt Adams cracks the lineup versus Godley, he's 3,100. Another nice value for Baltimore, first base, third base. Pedro Alvarez, 3,100 versus Fires in that matchup. So a lot to like. Some good, good guys in the 3Ks. And then Votto at 41 is criminal. Second base, you got Altuve versus a lefty. It's always worth the look. You got Dozier. Ozzy Albies is on fire. He's 4,500 versus Nola. Um, you got Yoan Mankata, switch hitter. He's better from the left than the right, but he's hitting everything right now. So Mankata at 44 is definitely in play. Jed Lowry at 42. Cesar Hernandez at 41 is a great price tag there. Hernandez is playing really, 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 really good. And he's facing Tater on so I like him at 41. Uh, farther down we go, you got guys like Ian Kinzer and Severino. Probably not. Probably not Canover's Kluber, but GPP-wise, I don't mind the Canover's Kluber. Uh, Daniel Robertson has been crushing it. We talked about him again and again and again. He's right-handed. 
versus uh, Drew Pomeranz, $3,500, so keep him in mind. Second base, third base eligible. After a guy like Robinson, you know, you're going to get Kiki Hernandez there at 3500 versus Holland. That's a great player in here with time. Scooter Jeanette's only 34 versus Phil Hughes. That is a really solid look there. Don't mind that at all. And another than that, you know, Kenner Falafa from Texas, second base shortstop at 31 versus Stroman. He's actually playing really, really good. Talked about him on bench with Bubba last night. It's crazy how good he's playing. Cattell Marte has a punt versus Strasburg's 3K. Adam Frazier has a punt's 3K versus Mikolas. Um, I want to find our boy down here since I mentioned him earlier. And he's not at this position anymore. Good. Let's go over to third base then. Arenado at 51 is always worth a look. Jose Ramirez versus Rosmo at 48 is very solid. Very, very solid play there. Moustakis always that power upside at 43 versus Lopez. Don't hate that. A guy I love at 4,200, Heimer Condelario versus Tillman. That is a great play at 4,200. Don't mind that at all. Really good play. Keiko at, uh, Chapman at 41 versus Keiko is intriguing. Uh, same with Bregman. Eugenio Suarez is back. Firm versus lefties versus righties, but he's 4K versus Hughes. Uh, Solarte, switch hitting 3,900 versus Minor. Could be in play for you there. Todd Frazier does hit lefties well. you got Clayton Richards on the mound for San Diego, so 3,900 for Frazier is a nice value. Same with Miguel Andujar. We mentioned right-handed bats versus Heaney. He's 3,900. It's one of the cheaper Yankees are going to find at that position, or at that price tag period against Heaney. Uh, when you go down some more, like Eduardo Escobar at 3,500 versus Castillo. If you think Castillo's going to struggle, Escobar has been swinging a well and went deep again yesterday. So he's worth the look for you. Uh, Pedro Alvarez, again, he's 3,100. Colin Moran at 31 is always worth the, a gamble. Same with Brian Anderson at 31. These are some value plays and some good matchups for you there. Don't hate that at all. Like Louis Valbuena at 29. There's Descalso at 28. That's who I was looking for. Daniel Descalso at 2800 bucks. Not saying go and play him. I'm just giving you an example. Shortstop, Didi Gregorius, 5,200. Hits lefties really, really well, but he plays much, much better at home than on the road. So keep that in mind. Not saying don't use him, but keep that in mind. I'd rather use Machado at 51 versus Fires. I think Machado finds the bleachers tonight. I definitely do. Got Correa, Lindor, Lindor at 47. He's been swinging a really good bat. The Indians are definitely in play against Irasimo Ramirez, so keep that in mind. Uh, Paul DeYoung versus Brault at 43 is a very good play. Uh, righties versus Brault. DeYoung's been crushing the baseball. Marcus Simeon, GPP versus Keiko at 4K. I can get behind that. He's been hitting everybody right now. Loves his lefties. Eduardo Escobar mentioned him at 35 already. Jose Peraza at 34 if you need a cheapy in a red stack. I can get by the, not, not a one-off, but a stack. Kenner Falafa again, 3,100. Tell Marte, 3K. And then check your lineups for some cheapies. Let's head to the outfield and wrap this bad boy. 14 games slated up. You got Mookie Betts at 56. Yes. Trout versus Severino at 55 is an interesting play because you got Aaron Judge against a guy he can crush at 54. I like that quite a bit. Judge coming back to Cali. You got Blackman at 53. Harper at 52. Those are all okay. Stanton at 51, another really good one. I like me some Hoskins at 5K. I know we want lefties versus Tehran, but, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, Hoskins do. He hasn't hit a long ball in a while, and Tehran can easily fish one up to him. So I like Hoskins a lot. And worse, he's been getting doubles, getting on base. He's still a double-digit machine. But I think Hoskins in for a big night at 5K. You got J.D. Martinez, big homer last night at 48. Crushes left-handed pitching, so he's definitely on the radar. Same with George Springer against Manaya. I like that at 48. The Astros might go... You know, lower owned just because Manaya's on the hill tonight coming off that, that uh, no-no. So keep them in mind. 
Tommy Pham at 47 is a great price tag versus Brault. He should have a big night there. And then Nick Castellanos against Tillman at 46. Castellanos is swinging a great, great bat right now. Not as much power as you like, but he's still just in fuego at the dish. So uh, 4,600. It's a steeper price tag, but definitely in play there. Okay, with the Chris Davis for GPP versus Keiko, that's about it. Um, if you want to go there, I mentioned Gallo at 43. Don't hate that. Uh, you can go down farther. Suspendus versus Richards at 41 is a very good play. Suspendus was hitting really, really well. And tons of power versus lefties. Uh, Leonis Martinez on fire. He's 4K versus Tillman, likely leading off for Detroit. So keep him in your in mind when you're looking at him. Ronald Acuna, 4K. Everyone's going to own him. This kid's really, really good. I don't, I don't blame you if you do. I'm not really looking to target Nola a ton. But uh, if I am, I'm going like Freeman and Albies and stuff like that. But Acuna, he's the, the, the name on the street these days. So go for it. Brat, uh, Michael Brantley, Cleveland, for a 39 versus Ramirez, like that quite a bit as well. Uh, speed this up a bit. Matt Kemp versus Holland at 38 is definitely worth Tiosca Hernandez, 37 versus Minor. Sensu Chu at 37 versus Stroman, all in play. Puig at 37. Uh, I need to see some more from him. But Aaron Hicks switch hitting for New York at 37, another cheapie. Hicks has been hitting about six. You get him and like Andrew Hard at the back end of that lineup for both under 4K. Odebel Herrera. 37 versus Tehran. I do like that as a cheaper play. Uh, you go down farther. Maybe Chris Taylor versus Holland if you feel on that one. Scott Shevler has been hitting pretty good since coming off the DL. He's 36 versus Hughes. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Peralta's been on fire. He's 35 versus Strasburg. Not ideal, but not bad. Mr. Steve Pierce at 35 already. You can go that direction. Uh, Nick Marcakis at 35. He's hitting the ball really well. Mazzara at 34 versus Stroman. Good power upside in that matchup. So don't hate that at all. Uh, Eddie Rosario, 34 versus Castillo. If Castillo's off, it's a solid looking cheapy there. Uh, as we get farther down, the 3Ks. You know, McCutcheon versus Ryu at 33 could be in play. Harrison Bader, if he has to start for St. Louis versus Brault at 33. I do like that. Uh, speed, get on base and run. He's got some power too. So I like that quite a bit if he gets in the lineup. Uh, da, da, da. Getting down to the low, low threes now. Like Brandon Nemo, no. Cole Calhoun at 31 if you want to punt versus Severino. Preston Tucker if he cracks the lineup at 31. Tyler O'Neill if he cracks the lineup at 3,100 versus Brault. Could be a super power play there. No pun intended. Well, yes, pun intended. Sorry. Yes, pun intended. Um, and then below 3K... You know, Mac Williamson at 3K is a good play. If he cracks the lineup, he had a kind of back and neck issue the other day. Got scratched. I, I'm imagining he's okay now. Nick Williams at 3K versus Tehran. He's worth a look. Other than that, check your lineups. There will be some sub-threes that definitely pop up and uh, get our attention. So there's the bats. There you have it there. Let's recap your pitching real quick. Up top, DeGrom 1, Kluber 2, Ryu 3. The others are just Strasburg and Silverino are just fine. Mentioned the, the hiccups there. Didn't want to give you every pitcher in every position. But uh, middle price guys, you got Nola 1, Godley 2, Keiko 3. And then down below, Castillo 1, Mikolas 2, Ronaldo Lopez 3, Drew Pomeranz 4. Let's do your BVP and send you on your way. You got guys like uh, Danny Valencia, 4 for 7, 2 homers off fires. Chris Davis has a homer off fires. Pedro Alvarez has 2 homers off fires. Megan Cabrera, 6 for 22 doubles and a homer off Tillman. Leonis Martin, 4 for 12 with a homer. Victor Martinez, 6 for 19, two doubles. David Peralta, 4 for 7 with a homer off Strasburg. Uh, da, da, da. 
Reese Hoskins, four for nine, three doubles off Tehran. J.B. Crawford, three for seven. Odubel Herrera's got two homers. Mikel Franco, 10 for 33, two doubles. Uh, Cesar Hernandez now there, taking him deep. Freddie Freeman, six for 19, two doubles and a homer off of Aaron Nola. Pierce, Salarte, Granderson have all taken Mike Miner deep. Sandy Leone, four for eight off Blake Snell. Hanley Ramirez, four for nine. No extra base hits. Brad Miller, 10 for 19, two doubles, a triple, and a home run. Drew Pomeranz, interesting there. Kipnis, 5 for 12 with a double and two homers off Rossimo. Gomes has taken a deep. Edwin twice, Lindor, Rajay Davis as well. Yonder Alonso has a couple doubles. Mitch Hanniger, 5 for 7 with a double off Kluber. Nelly Cruz, 7 for 25, three doubles, two homers. Nolan Arenado, 3 for 10, two homers off Urania. Scooter Jeanette, 2 for 3, two doubles off of Hughes. Small samples, very, very small samples. Chapman's taking Keikel deep with two for four with a homer. Moustakas has two homers off Ronaldo Lopez, two for nine with two homers. Adam Engel, five for eight, a double, two triples off Duffy. Yulmer Sanchez, 10 for 26, two doubles and a triple. Jose Abreu, this is a good sample, 356, 16 for 45, two doubles, two homers. Tim Anderson, Matt Davidson have taken him deep as well. So, yeah, the White Sox can be fun. Ian Kinsler, 3 for 10 with a double and a homer off Severino. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez, 11 for 20 off Clayton Richards. Buster Posey, 9 for 28, three doubles and a homer off Ryu. And that'll do it on your BVP. That'll do it on Quick Kits, folks. Big Friday, 14 games on tap. Go check us out, the Sports DJs at the Sports DJs. Just dropped the bench with Bubba, episode 90 last night with Brandon Myers from the Lenny Meldick Fantasy Sports Network and Razball. Lots of good fantasy baseball content there. The draft is in the books, first round at least. You got two more days of draft action to enjoy. You got the Italia Serie A action from Francisco, already dropped for week 35, and much, much more going on at the Sports DJs. So go check us out, the Sports DJs.com at the Sports DJs. I am at BDM Trick. Check us out in the SD Slack chat. Lots of good info going on in there. But good luck today on your 14-game slate. Enjoy your weekend. Lots of fun, good stuff out planned for you. And I'll be back Monday. This is MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 27th edition. I'm out.